What is the cost of procrastination? Procrastination is literally a dream killer. Ultimately, the cost is the life you could have had. So how do we overcome it? Tune in to find out. Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time. Between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place, feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. So procrastination is something I've had to fight pretty much my whole life, as far back as I can remember. In school, for instance, I would wait until the last possible moment to start my homework. One time, I remember this in like ninth grade, I literally stayed up all night and did an assignment, um, like one of those essay compilation kind of things. It was supposed to be done over like the course of a couple months. And it took me about eight hours. I started at like eight o'clock at night. I finished it around four something in the morning, but I got it done. <laughs> I did it. I did it one night instead of over two months. I was at the time. I think I was pretty proud of myself and you'll be happy to know that I got an A on it. So I don't speak about procrastination from like an outsider's point of view. I, I get it. I'm, I suffer from this big time. There's, and of course, like anybody, the more, passionate or interesting I find something, the the less I procrastinate about it. I don't procrastinate about spending time in the swimming pool as much as I do other things that are not as fun, that's for sure. And as I've matured and I and probably had developed a more, I guess, grown-up outlook on making progress and getting things done in a timely fashion, the world is now throwing so much more distractions at me and 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 you know with social media and phone screen time and um, the, 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 just the sheer volume of information being thrown at me now and all of us is on a different level than it was back when I was in ninth grade in 1990 or 91 or whenever that was. And I'm sure you can relate. There's just so much that we could do that we often end up not doing anything at all. And in a world where there's so much demand for our attention, it's becoming ever so more difficult to stay focused and act on the things that will get us where we want to go. Time is, was, and will always be our most valuable asset. The way we use it will determine what we create or fail to create. Man, is that tough to remember when the video of the cat riding the horse pops up on Facebook. I, you know, I see those things and the next thing you know, you're, you're heading down a rabbit trail and one video leads to the next and or one comment leads to the next and pretty soon you're you know you just we're just off and next thing you know 10 minutes have passed and we're just like what so having an effective strategy to overcome procrastination is critical if you truly want to push past these short-term distractions there simply is not enough time to do everything but there is always enough time to do the most important things or maybe like you're like me and you just have a tendency to wait until something till i have to do something instead of i should do something I'll wait until a should-do becomes a have-to, for sure. In any case, we need to be able to focus and concentrate on creating a desired result. 
And as I go through this, it's, it's kind of a, a checklist for me. And I'm not implying that you, if you don't do these things or have all these areas covered, you're absolutely going to procrastinate. Some people just don't have to worry about this stuff. And then there's us mortals. <laughs> and this is kind of a checklist that I have found helpful. You know, it doesn't it doesn't always get me going as fast as I would like. That's for sure. There's sometimes I just I'm, it's hard to engage. But these are things I can do to to make progress. And I I do often find that one of these things is missing, and that's kind of what what um, at least adds fire to the you know as fuel to the procrastination fire. That's for sure. So the first thing I think is in overcoming procrastination is getting clear on exactly what we want. And, and one of the ways I see this manifested in, in business, of course, is, you know, what are we trying to build? What do we want our company to look like in 10 years? And if we can't answer that question, you know, how could we know if we should do this or that? In some cases, should we buy this building or lease that one? Well, what, what kind of company do you want to build in 10 years? I don't know. Well, then how could you possibly know if buying the building is the right decision or leasing a different one is the right decision? If you don't, those kinds of things lead to procrastination because we don't know. And then we just kind of, well, whatever happens, happens, I guess. Or, you know, on a smaller scale, what exactly do you want this process to look like? What do we want this process to accomplish? If we don't know the end result we're trying to accomplish, then it, we just kind of spin our wheels. We can just kind of, um, if we don't have that clarity, we can just kind of find ourselves just, you know, spinning our wheels and not really getting much done. The clarity will allow us to have the power to look past the, the distractions. We could throw us off course. It gives us a direction and a target, which will help us build a mental picture. And for a lot of folks, including me, having like this mental picture of like, what are we trying to accomplish makes it way more realistic that I'm going to work towards it. If I don't have that mental picture of what we're trying to accomplish, then I can't understand the purpose. If I don't have a purpose, then I don't have the time. That's kind of how my brain works anyway. So it gives us that direction and a target to aim for. One of the the most destructive effects of procrastination is it makes us feel like we're out of control, and the events of life, uh, the events of life are just con- are controlling us, or they're just happening to us. Life is just washing over us, and we're just standing here, and we don't know what to do. So we just jump from one task to the next. We don't have we don't have a target. We don't have a purpose, and I think that those are two of the the main things that that can lead to procrastination. If we don't know what we're trying to accomplish and we don't know why it matters, then we're just way more likely to spin our wheels. So of course, the next one would be once we know what we're trying to aim for, the next one is to develop our why. Why do we want this thing? Why do we want this result? The why is what gives us a sense of purpose. And the why is what motivates us um, in those times that we just have a hard time getting focused. And that's critical for for over the course of you know whether it's whatever, whatever we're trying to do takes days, weeks, months, or years. Those little those little time sucks just add up, man. That that just adds up like crazy. If you look over the course of a year, how many hours are spent just kind of drifting or putting off, or you know, um, again, we need time for rest. We need time to, to unplug. We need time to rejuvenate. We need time to. I need that time just to kind of think about nothing or allow my brain just to go where it goes. And I, I need that time, but I also have that time more than I need it. I take that time where I should say more than I need it. I could be way more effective and efficient with my time. And if I looked at the number of hours at the end of the year, I'd probably be just astonished if I looked at how many hours I spent um, not focusing, not producing, not achieving, not 
making progress. You know, that, that stuff is, is at, the, at the end of a, a significant amount of time, it would be really add up a lot. So we need the motivation to keep us going. And the why is often what does that. So most of the time, not always, but most of the time, the challenge is, is not with knowing what to do, but in doing what we know. That's almost always the case. It's probably, that's probably a good 80-20 thing there, um, is we know what to do. It's, it's just we, we don't necessarily have the motivation to do it. It's rarely we don't know what to do. Um, maybe it's less than 80-20. Maybe it's 50-50. I don't know. But both those things can apply. Uh, the only the only way um, we can create any kind of result, whether it's a big one or small one, is taking action. Like the the idea that we can just contemplate and ponder things and they just happen, like that's a ludicrous thing. So we we get stuck in this idea phase, though, this pondering phase, this deliberation phase, this figuring out phase. Well, all those things are great, but none of those things actually achieve any kind of result. The only results or results are only achieved when we take action. Period. So sometimes the reason we procrastinate is because of fear, especially fear of failure. We talked about failure, you know, last week. Um, and having a compelling enough why can get us over that hump. You know, there's that saying that that change only happens when the fear of staying the same is greater than the fear of change. And that fear of failure is part of that fear of change. So if if staying the same sucks worse than trying, then then we're not going to try. I'm sorry. Uh, we will try. I got that backwards there. Um, so point is, we want to have a compelling enough why to get us over the hump. So the next thing is, I would say, let's keep things in perspective. Often we uh, procrastinate because at some level we link more pain, again, to taking action than to not taking action. But we can't trust our own measurements here. The perceived or anticipated pain of acting is rarely as bad as we expect. I mean, if you look back on some of the most difficult things you've had to do in your life, and you think about how how bad you thought it was going to be versus how bad it really was. Almost always we make it way worse. Almost always we make it in our minds. It's going to be this huge, painful, insurmountable thing. And listen, we go through some really rough, rough things in life. There's things in life that are really not pleasant. But generally speaking, the things we're talking about, especially in business, the the, the difficulty and the pain and the frustration and all those things that we anticipate are not quite as bad once we just get going. So if we make a task too big in our mind, it will overwhelm us and, and it'll just seem too difficult and too big. And we'll just end up putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. So uh, I think keeping things in perspective and reminding ourselves we can't really trust our brain to assess how bad this is going to be. Uh, next thing is, I would say one of the most critical things, at least for me and for people I work with, is laying out a path. Like if we can have a general idea, like there's a destination to get there and kind of working backwards. Like there's a destination to get there. What do we have to, what do we have to have done before that? Well, then we have to have this done. Okay. Well, before that, then what do we have to do, we have to do this and kind of having a, a multi-step process. Not only does it help us break things down into smaller bite-sized chunks, but we can also see and feel our progress, which is absolutely motivating for me. At least it is. And lots of people I work with, like feeling progress is, is motivating. Like when you decide you want to lose weight, one of the first things you do is you jump on a scale. Why? You want to know where you're starting so that on day four, when you want to have a cookie, you can think, hey, I've lost four pounds. I'm making progress. I don't want to screw it up. Same thing applies in almost everything we do. If we know where we're going, we know why it matters, we lay out the path, we're just more likely to, to keep making progress. Uh, which leads to, of course, if we have the path laid out, it keeps to 
focusing or allowing ourselves to focus on reasonably attainable objectives. So one of the most powerful strategies for overcoming procrastination is learn how to break up our tasks into bite-sized pieces. Now, no matter how big or small, anything can be broken down into manageable tasks, manageable, actionable steps that are easy to do. You know, I'm not a mountain climber, but I, I can't imagine standing in front of Mount Everest and just picturing like I'm going to climb this whole thing. Like you're going to say, I'm going to day one, we're going here and day two, we're going to make this progress. And day three, we're going to get this far. If you, if we just look at everything as this monumental task, like if you worry about getting every one of your procedures documented, we, we might blow that up into such a big deal. We just never get started. But if we break it down into bite-sized objectives, we're way more likely to get it done. So let's f- keep focused on what we can do this month, this week, today, or sometimes like even this hour. Like what can I get done in this hour? If we're really needing to buckle down, we're really having a hard time getting distracted. Maybe like what can I get done in five minutes? We just Let's just focus on what we can. Bite-sized things are right in front of us. And the next thing is uh, one of the quickest ways to overcome procrastination is to learn and utilize the power of just getting things done immediately. Like, what can, stop thinking. What can I just do right now? Like, even if it's a insignificant, seemingly small or relative to the big, big overarching climbing Mount Everest, it may seem insignificant, but what can I do to make some kind of progress? So not thinking and just doing something, no matter how small, can immediately break the mental pattern of procrastination and feel like that's where, you know, put us back where we feel like we're in control again. So taking the first step, even a small one, will create momentum. And we can just, and it almost leads you automatically to do the next step. Like you do the first one, like the next thing is, well, you just do the next one. That's just how it works. So in those moments where we can, and the thing in front of us is not a, we've broken it down into a small, actionable, bite-sized step. Just do it. Just get it going. Don't think, just jump, right? Uh, I'm going to tell you again about this new 90-day course I'm rolling out that I'm really excited about. Um, This focuses on the key steps and strategies to help you make the most amount of progress in just three months. Again, this takes all the ideas and strategies I've laid out over the last few years and worked with my clients and paired them down to the ones that make the biggest impact and make the most amount of progress for business owners in 90 days. We're focusing on people, processes, and profitability. I told you about Joanne who saved $139,000 year over year on recruiting, hiring, retention, and training costs. 139 grand she saved in one year after employing the very same things I'm going to teach in 90 days. And I told you about Dusty who increased revenue by 36% while reducing his work week hours from 70 to under 50. At the end of this course, you would know exactly the reasons employees don't follow directions and exactly how to overcome those reasons. You'll have a proven step-by-step process to handle any employee challenge you face, which will allow you to hold your team accountable without being afraid they're going to resent you or leave. You'll know exactly how to improve process to maximize your team's performance. You'll have an exact plan for documenting procedures in your business, and you'll be able to read and interpret your P&L quickly, like like 15 minutes quickly. I promise you, you'll be able to read your P&L in 15 minutes or less to make decisions, even if you right now don't have a clue how the P&L works. You'll be able to identify quickly, again, 15 minutes or less, the key areas in your business, and immediately know if your business is performing well in those areas or not. Like, the goal here is not make this complicated. Super simple. Cut to the choice. Cut to the ch- um, chase. Make quick progress. So who's this for? Anyone who wants to feel confident to be able to Im- uh, implement the specific actions and strategies will make your business grow. These are not theoretical things like from a course. These are all proven strategies from my business and other businesses that they've been applied to. For anyone who feels afraid they'll be found out as a fraud because they don't know how to solve their biggest problems, which are always people, processes, and profitability. It's for anyone who feels stuck or overwhelmed because you got tons of ideas and tons of knowledge, but you don't know how to apply them in a step-by-step manner in your business. Anyone who wants financial stability is afraid of losing it all because you might not be able to figure it out. You might miss something or 
bad luck or an employee does something catastrophic because they're not paying attention to the training you're doing now. So who knows what they're going to do when they're out in the field? It's for people who want to build a business they love, but don't want to have a business that owns you, that allows you to work when you want to, not because you have to. Doesn't require you taking work home when you travel or take weekend trips. Gives you more time for family, church, traveling, hobbies, doing outdoor activities you love. Anyone who wants to build, to prove to themselves and others they could do it. Like They could build a business and not have to go about it the hard way. They can be in the Successful Business Owners Club and not go about it the hard way. If that describes you, go to the Service Industry Success Facebook page. I'll put the link in the show notes. You can easily find it. Go to that page. Just send me a DM that says, I'm in on the course. And once I get that, I'll reach out. We'll schedule a time to get together and talk and see if it's a good fit. If it's not a good fit, I promise you, I'll tell you up front, it's not a good fit. I don't want anybody to come to this course. It's not going to help them. If it is, we'll get started. We'll, we'll get off to the next uh, next step. All right. So the first step in, in overcoming procrastination is to get clear on exactly what you want. Again, uh, when I write my book, uh, you know, title "Answering These Ten Questions Will Make Everything Easier." This is going to be chapter one. The very first thing we got to figure out is what do we want? What are we trying to build? Sorry, <clears throat> got old. How to get a drink there. Uh, what are we trying to build? What do we want our company to look like in 10 years? What do we want this process to accomplish? Like, what is the point of this thing? What do we want this to look like? Number two, we have to develop our why. Why do we want this thing? Why do we want this result? This is going to be chapter two in that same book. Our why gives us a sense of purpose and motivation is critical for staying focused long-term or staying focused when things come up that are less pleasant than others. Most of the time, not always, the challenge is not with knowing what to do, but in doing what we already know. Number three, key things in perspective. Often we procrastinate because at some level we link more pain to taking action than we do, do in not taking any action at all. But we can't trust our brain here. We can't, we can't trust the way we measure things. The perceived or anticipated pain of acting is rarely as bad as we expect. Number four, lay out the path. If we have a general idea what the overall path is, like we identify the destination, we can we can build a path to it. We get clarity in the smaller items that need to be done to accomplish the bigger goal. We can see and feel our progress, which is motivating, at least for me. And again, that leads to keep our focus on reasonably attained objectives. One of the most powerful things we can do is break our tasks up into bite-sized pieces, especially if we're feeling like we're procrastinating. Like if we know... If I know I haven't done something and made progress on something in a few weeks, I know I'm putting it off. So just break, I'll just break it into a smaller piece. What's something I can do that's smaller? No matter what the task is, no matter how big, it can always be broken down into small, manageable tasks, actionable steps that are easy to do. If you worry about getting every one of your procedures done again, every procedure in your business has to be documented. That's just such an insurmountable task. Like you might never, never get started. You break it down into small, bite-sized objectives, we're way more likely to get it done. So we can focus on what we can do this month, this week, today, or even this hour, if we really need to buckle down. And one of the quickest ways to overcome procrastination is to learn and utilize the power of getting things done immediately. What can I do right now? What is a simple enough task I can do right this second? I don't think. Like, Don't think, just jump. What can I do right now that will move me a little bit closer to that goal? So... Um, that's it for this week. Don't forget to go to service industry success, the Facebook page and shoot me that DM that says I'm in on the course today, Brian, uh, do it today. It's going to be awesome. Uh, share this uh, podcast with a friend or colleague who's a business owner in the service industry. And if you uh, have a chance, please give us a rating review. It'd be awesome. It's how the, it's how we grow podcasts. It's all, it's all about the ratings and reviews. So especially if you're on Spotify, if you could do that, 
that would be awesome. I'd really appreciate it. And uh, that's it for this week. Sorry about the coughing. And I'll see you all next week. <laughs>